Hey, dear, I know you hate me after last week from uh, mm. the, the underwater menace, but hey, what about the moon base? It's, that's this week, and that's a lot better, huh? You are so lucky that I've recovered after a long week's stint of doing absolutely nothing and not being able to think. You are so lucky. Yay! Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the moon base, what happens in the moon base, dear? Um, well, we're animated again to start off with, and... Ooh. I Gam made mention that you should appreciate the the animation now, and I was like, you know what? I appreciate the animation. Like I'm being handed a warm blanket when my entire heating unit is busted in my house. That's how I appreciate it. I mean, that's basically how you handle it. It's mm. like it's like it's obviously not as good as the original sort of video, but like, hey, if it's better than being told to like starve. Oh, it doesn't really help in my analogy, but that's fine. Um, so they landed on the moon uh, okay, after better shits... Better getting a match or something. After some shit's going crazy, but they're like, nah, it's Mars, because that's where the doctor said he was going. But then Ben's like, eh, it doesn't look like Mars. And the doctor's like, shut the fuck up, uh, let me think. And Jamie's like, how do you land on the moon? What's in the moon? Can we meet the man in the moon? So they all put on some spacesuits and all go outside and they look like some gotcha winnings with sunglasses on and they see a weird glow and they go wee and jump around but don't tear the spacesuit says the doctor and then jamie jumps really far and hits his head and then some people take him into the moon base that they see and when they touch the big metal cup thing the uh the doors opened and then they go inside and we see benson he's from the uk he's kind of the Ooh. only one i learned the name of <laughs> um, you didn't even get Roger's name? No, I did not. Um, there's a bunch of dudes hanging out in the spaceship, and one dude passes out, pushing a lever really far, and he's now killed everyone, and he has black veins all in his face. So they take him to medical, and another dude takes over. And Neil, one of the other dudes, calls down to talk to him, and the doctor shows up, and he's like, Hey, what's up? I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm the doctor? And he's like, Hi, I'm the commander. And they're like... Hey, look, a woman. And hi, I'm French. Come with me. Um, <laughs> Wait, he's French? I think he might How have been. How did you know? I, I, wild guess, honestly. Was it the ascot? Might have been the ascot. I think. Was it the, the mm, accent? No. The one he wanted women? No. I'm pretty sure it was him speaking French. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So the doctor is frustrated that they're like, basically saying the TARDIS isn't a sterile place and it's a weather control center probably and the main machine that they work with is the thing that gave them a landing because it's about 2070 and we keep trying to talk about the virus but like keep getting interrupted about it and we learn that everybody is from a different country and everyone's a scientist and the Gravitron here controls the tides and the tides control the weather because that's yep. how it works Yep. I. Mm. That is how it works. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So another. That's how it works. Mm -hmm. Another man passes out, and then the storms start to fuck up everything around them again. And Earth calls in and says, "Hey, uh, Florida's getting fucked up because you fucked up." And apparently, three men have been offed, including their original doctor. And there's a noise happening while they talk, and it's it's been recorded or something, and someone. They think is monitoring their conversations, and then we see a claw lobster claw thing 
um, listening to their radio and stuff. And everyone goes to check on the sick boys, and there's apparently an electronic doctor taking care of all of them. And they talk about how JB, if he sees the Piper, he's going to die. And Polly just keeps touching a bunch of fucking infected people without thinking about it. And the doctor's like, mm, this is weird, this isn't a real disease. And the commander is still up, but JB is coming in and basically goes, hey... Can I help? And Jamie is to clean up the trash and help with the food stores. Clean up the trash? Mm-hmm. And we see a person taking a bag of sugar, but there's a weird hole in the bag. You would think they have rats. Ha ha. But we see a, fi- <laughs> a sh- But we see a shadowy figure rock- walking behind the food stores. And should I just say what it was? Because it was obvious. Yeah, di- wait, before you do, mm. What? imagine if they had like rats in the little spacesuits, though. Would they make all the rules? They make all the rules. Okay. You can say what it is because you figured it out. It's a a fucking Cyberman. Like, right off the bat, I'm just like, oh, it's a Cyberman. Because you you can tell from the fucking helmet. Like, it's a very obvious helmet. It's a very iconic design. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jamie comes in and he's like, hey, can I help? And he's like, okay, here you go. And then the Cyberman electrocutes the stock guy and drags him off, and Jamie saw nothing. And then the doctor comes over to talk to Polly, and they have a staring contest for a bit, and she's like, "Mm, I'm sleepy. And then the doctor mentions he found a silver piece of paper, and that's weird. And Polly suddenly goes, what happened? And I didn't understand why she did that. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And then they get into this whole thing about how they have to set their own clocks because the moon is different, and... The sick doctor wakes up and screams real loud and says, don't touch me, and something about a silver hand, and then he's dead. So then the doctor leaves to go tell everybody that this happened, and Jamie and the commander are explaining how this one guy was taken when the doctor comes in, and the commander doesn't want to report it just yet because someone is dead and they don't have all the information, and Polly and Jamie Mm -hmm. see someone walk into the sick bay before Jamie passes out again. And Polly screams, and it walks away. And then everybody oh. comes in, and they look for it. And it, wherever it went into that door that is, like, five feet away, it's not there. Um, but the doctor oh. the doctor that we thought was dead, his body has been taken. And Ooh. they're like, oh, geez. And so they're like, okay, well, let's figure this out. And they all leave again, setting up for another fucking Cyberman to walk in. And she's like, okay, oh. well, I... <laughs> It annoyed the fuck out of me that every single time they left, a Cyberman walked in. So I was just like, come on, y'all. It's literally just like, oh, oh, I guess guess it was nothing. Yeah. Oh, oh, I guess it was nothing. Uh, Oh, oh, I guess it was nothing. (laughs) So then the doctor leaves again and Jamie wakes up and they see another Cyberman. And Jamie thinks it's the Phantom Piper. And then that was the episode. It's the Phantom of the Opera. Yes. Is what it really is, dude. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so the moon base. Yeah. Yay! Cybermen are back. Um, this is actually really kind of important because um, Cybermen were popular, obviously, but this mm-hmm. is the episode that kind of solidified the, their popularity as like a mainstay villain of the series. Um, and it's they've had a radical redesign. Yes. Um, simply put, the original costumes were fucking awful to work in. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw a whole thing about that. 
Yes, that's actually one of the behind-the-scenes thing on the DVD. The DVDs are great. Like, mm-hmm. Talk about like physical media being good. The yeah. Doctor Who um, DVDs and Blu-rays are great attestments mm-hmm. to that because they have so much behind-the-scenes footage and stuff and interviews and stuff. But, um, yeah, the costumes would fall apart constantly. They'd be awful to wear. The actors would be sweating in them. They wouldn't be able to see properly. They'd fall over. Mm-hmm. Um Thankfully, they got a bit of a budget, and they were able to redesign them. So essentially, now they're in like silver lycra skinny type things with uh, ribbed tubing and wiffle balls all over the outside. Yep, it's great. It's great. Um, and the thing I never get over are the sneakers. It's the sneakers that gets it for me. Mm-hmm. It's like that is such a such a sixties design. Like such a such a low budget sixties design choice to be like we don't have the money. Are they sneakers or are they boots? Because they look well, they're like, like sneaker boots. They're they, like they're they like they look like uh, Doc Martens. No, they look like Doc Martens. Okay, yeah, they're they're a bit like Doc Martens. But it's it's always funny to me. It's like just seeing the shoelaces. It, it's always the shoelaces that gets me. Mm-hmm. It's like you couldn't have thought to like try and cover them up somehow. It was like yeah. no, nah, it's fine. They, they tie their shoes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, also, the working titles for this episode, obviously, were Cybermen, mm-hmm. or Return of the Cybermen. Oh. Ooh. 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 Whoa. Oh. Whoa. Ooh. Who could have seen that coming? And, yes. And, uh, also, yes, episodes, uh, one and three are unfortunately still missing, but they've mm-hmm. been reanimated in 2013. Yep. So, we got a reconstruction of it thankfully um which is good it's a quaint story in my opinion i like it um Mm. it's nice to have it's not like the underwater menace where i only got it because it is part of the collection and it's like this is this is awful yeah (laughs) anyway what happens in episode two dear other than the fact that we're not animated we ain't animated anymore so i i wanted to mention that it was not a sock on their face anymore thankfully uh, for the Cybermen, because yes. of the the upgrade. Thank God for that. It's a metal head. Yeah, it's actually like a solid piece, and it actually looks like metal, and it's really good. Um, yeah, it is. So, Jamie yells at the Cybermen until it walks away, and takes another person out of their bed and takes them off somewhere. And then Polly well, comes... Does. And then Polly comes in and sees it again and goes, Ah! And she's like, it was a Cyberman, and tells the doctor about it. And the doctor's like, what? And the commander's like, what's going on? What do you know? And he's like, don't talk about Cybermen. Cybermen were destroyed so long ago. There's no way they're alive. And then... There's no way they are alive. <laughs> yeah. And... Mm. Mm. Okay, sorry, I was reading my notes. Or trying to. Um, and the commander's like, you know what? You just leave. And Ben's like, yeah, all right, let's go. And the doctor's like, mm, let's not. It's kind of evil here, and I'm pretty sure I can fix these people. So they're given 24 hours to try to figure it out. I can fix them. <laughs> the doctor sort of remembers all his times. He was a real doctor in Glasgow, by the way, um, while scrubbing some dude's hand. Uh, but there might be a problem with the Gravitron, actually. So they gotta watch it, and they move it five degrees to see if it's right, but it's actually super far off. And everyone's freaking out about a single hurricane killing the world. And I didn't yeah. super understand, honestly. Yeah. 
Because I was like, okay, it's a hurricane. Like, it's going to just hit, like, a country and, like, that country will be fucked up. But they're like, no, the world is going to fall into chaos if we can't control this hurricane. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> I, what? Okay. Um, what have we done? Yeah, right. So, uh, Earth calls back to the moon and goes, mep, 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 fix it. And they're like, all right. So there's an option to just turn the Gravitron off, but that would probably fuck up shit, so, like, don't do it. And the doctor comes in taking samples from everyone around, getting in people's way and stealing people's shoes. And Polly is left alone again so she can see a Cyberman. And Jamie's yep. dreaming about shit, and then there's a Cyberman. <laughs> and oh, no. it actually knocks Polly the fuck out this time. And Jamie. Oh, no. And then takes another infected dude from his bed. And the doctor comes in oh, no. and goes, Polly, what happened? And they're like, uh, there's a weird air pressure pop or something. Someone's leaving. That's weird. And we see a Cyberman coming through a hole in the food stores, apparently. Just a hole. Oh. That, mm. So there's just a hole in the wall of the yeah, food stores. Up. That they say is easily closed up when they seal it it's off by putting the bags of sugar in front of it. Yeah, it's it's. it's uh, I'm not saying this like like I said. This isn't a good, great episode. Mm -hmm. It's quaint. Mm. It has moments in it that are adorable, and it has moments where it's like that is not in any capacity scientific. Mm. Um, so they realize that they might have found something and they know why the Gravitron is off and they think one of the probe antennas has missing parts. And Ooh. and the commander thinks the doctor is the one that actually fucked up their shit. So some men in some spacesuits go out to check on the antenna and everyone else goes to check on the doctor. And the doctor's like, so we have a problem. I can't find anything at all. This doesn't uh -oh. feel like anything I've ever seen. This isn't... This, this moon base is really sterile. And the Polly basically goes, Are you sure that you're a qualified doctor? And he's like, Excuse me? <laughs> and then when the commander comes in, everyone starts to act busy so that the commander believes them. And the doctor's like, I found something. Get out. I need room to think. And he shoves them all out. And then he didn't really find something. And then Polly yeah. goes off to make coffee, because that's all she's good for in this episode. And the antenna is getting real good and fixed, but then Cybermen come and they beat them up. And the doctor finally oh. kind of admits he doesn't have anything, and he doesn't, like, really know what to do. And someone is sent out to check the men checking the antenna. And... They are all drinking coffee... And one man falls over because oh, no. he got sugar in his coffee. <gasps> it's the sugar? It's the sugar. It's a nerve-based agent, apparently. And the doctor's like, yeah, no, this was the Cyberman. And they search the entire base for, except for the medical area. And so <gasps> where could they have been? So they're like, okay, let's search the medical area. So they do. And the Cyberman sits up from laying on a couch bed thing, and he was under a blanket the entire time. Oh. I, oh. Mm. Oh, no. Yeah. What does this mean? No, no, don't. 
End of episode. No one fucking cares. <laughs> it was a dumb Listen. fucking hook. Get out of here. No, it's a hilarious hook because it's like meant to be all tense and scary. And it's like, oh no, the shoes. And then it rips off the blanket, jumps off, and the set wobbles. Yeah. <laughs> because he go, he jumps off so aggressively that the bed he's lying on wobbles and nearly falls over. It's yes. hilarious. <laughs> I love it. Um, <sighs> I know. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I, I, I can't get over it. Um, mm-hmm. So, a scene in which the Doctor asks Polly to make coffee is often cited as an example uh, by people of the sexism in Doctor Who. Mm. Uh, Doctor Who does have a problem with sexism. Yes. Uh, of course it does. It has a problem with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. In her comments on the 2014 DVD release that we watched, though, Annika Wills disputes this, though, who played Polly, by the way. Uh, she says that Polly was responsible for devising the method used to destroy the Cybermen in the base with, you know, the cocktail that we're going to get to. Yeah. Um, ironically, though, the coffee scene, whilst the coffee scene is conf- constantly cited as, like, sexism in Doctor Who, and it's kind of disputed whether it is, a lot of people tend to just completely ignore the scene where Ben outright tells Polly that going after the Cybermen is man's work. Mm-hmm. Like, they just f- don't look at that scene. Not in a, no, no, that's not sexist, but, like, people who say that Doctor Who has a problem with sexism, for some reason, just completely forget that scene exists. Yeah. It's like, that's a pretty outright blatant uh, well, I mean, maybe it's just that it's thing. so blatant that they're just like, we don't have to point this out. Like, that's just obvious. Yeah, but we live in a time where you need to point blatant things we out. We live in a society. We live in a society. Mm. Uh, speaking of Annika Wills, uh, during... Uh, she She's stated that during his initial exploration of the control room set, you know, where the dials and the big, big Gravitron yeah. is... Uh, Patrick Troughton was almost crushed when the Graviton prop fell from its rigging and landed only inches away from him. <laughs> fun! Yeah, that would not be fun if that landed on you. Uh, it would have fucking hurt. Yeah. No, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to die, would you? No. Well, I wouldn't want to die that way. No. Preferably not. Anyway. What happens in the next episode? Well, it's another animated one. Oh, no. So the Cybermen's like, stand back, I have a pixie stick, and one dude comes up behind him and tries to attack him and gets fucking killed. And they have a bunch of systems to fuck with, and obviously we'll be destroying Earth, and they say they know the Doctor, and he's like, who are you? And all the men were altered, apparently, not killed. And they mentioned Jamie hasn't gotten the virus, but because he hit his head, he's of no value to them. So we go... his head's hurt. Yeah. They go to the control center now, and we see the crew having weird headpieces put on them and being given commands and a cool helmet to wear. And control t- tries to call the people on the moon, but they're dead. And the commander comes in with the Cybermen, and they're planning on making Earth get destroyed by weather because the Earth is a danger, apparently. And the Cybermen came in from the surface to the storeroom to fuck up all their food, and that's how they got in. And Jamie's awake now, and they want to sprinkle all of them with holy water. But it's actually really simple. They're going to use nail varnish to get through their plastic heart parts. And that's Ooh. totally smart. And the crew has taken over 
walks into the control room and starts some shit, and they're like, what the fuck is happening? And the commander tells everyone to come out of the reactor, and they send the taken over people in there without cool helmets, and they're gonna go crazy in like 12 hours, which is kind of fucky. And the doctor tries to fuck with one of the switches, and it goes, woo! And he's like, hmm, that's weird. And Polly is going to use acetone on the Cyberman's plastic parts, but then... Okay, pre-warning. Please don't fucking do this. Don't try to kill yeah. yourself. This will literally Fine. kill you. If, like, Again, this this episode is very unscientific. <laughs> if you actually did this, it would fucking kill you. Like, the fumes alone would yeah, kill you. the fumes alone. They mixed all of the solvents together. All of them. Okay. Yep. So they're do moving... Do you remember what specifically they mixed together? Nope. You want to name them? Uh, let's see if I can find a list, but I can remember benzene, uh, acetone. I can't seem to remember the others. Um, oh god, no, I can't chemical remember X, the others. Chemical X, chemical Y, uh, mm-hmm. some, uh, you know, cyanide. Yes. So they're moving the reactors to fuck with stuff, and the commanders are wondering why didn't they just mess with the controls themselves? That's weird. And the doctor fucks with the switch again. And has an entire conversation with self about what the Cybermen don't like. And the Earth calls into Moonbase going like, hey, you good? And if they don't shoot a flare into space, they will send a ship to check on them. But now Ben has put a whole bunch of this shit into a bottle and Ben and Jamie are fighting over the bottle. And apparently also kind of over Polly in a sense. They want to like show off for her. It was a little weird. Um, But then Ben literally goes... Fuck off, Polly. This is men's work. And they leave, and then they open up the door, and Polly's there, too. And she's like, I want to help. And she's like, but you're a woman. They're like, fuck it, whatever. So they open up the door and squirt like mad. And the doctor jams the sonic mind control thingy. And there's a fucking murder now, because, of course, because they just murder these Cybermen. And... They're, like, yep. foaming at the mouths, and their internal organs, like, spew out and shit. It's a lot. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's fucking great. Yeah. It's a lot. Um, so, a guy then goes out to check on the missing men to see if they're okay. But the, uh, the Cybermen also go to attack him, and he doesn't see them till the last second. And the gun they use apparently doesn't work in the vacuum of space. For some reason. And there's an epic... Totally great space run scene race and moving so quickly. I, 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 John Madden, John Madden, John Madden, and John Madden, John Madden, John yeah. Madden, and then John Ben Madden, comes John out Madden. with because the spray won't work in the vacuum of space. He put everything in a bottle. And gets the man inside and then chucks it real hard and hits yep. the Cyberman straight in the middle of the chest and now he's dead. And then yep. the commander... Can I just say real quick mm. that, like, if, if I was on that Moonbase office room, I would have made nothing but Doctor Who puns with the Moonbase. Probably. And nobody would have no gotten no one would have gotten it. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. But that's my life. Mm-hmm. That's my fucking life, dear. Yep. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> I mean, at this point, I'm going to get them. I'm not going to like them, but I'll get them. Yep. And yep. I hate it. So the doctor wants to lower the probe a whole lot, but that's not apparently possible. Um, but they're like, hey, look, just to the left of this thing, uh, there's a ship. And they're like, ooh. 
And then we see a whole bunch of Cybermen walk out, like, ten of them. And it's a whole freaking army, actually. It's more, it's like ten. And everyone runs back inside because, oh, they come in, oh lord. And the doctor's like, hmm, I'm just going to stick around and keep staring into this telescope. And then that's the episode. And you see the side men walking around, walking around on the moon, going like, Yeah. So there's a cut scene from that episode involving Hobson, Benoit, and a Cyberman that would have revealed that the Cybermen had actually left Mondas prior to its destruction in the 10th planet and had settled on another planet called Telos. And uh, that's where these Cybermen come from. They're, that's how they escaped the destruction. Because this, this episode is kind of a sequel in some sense to mm-hmm. the 10th planet. Although there is another episode that is kind of a sequel to the 10th planet as well. But we'll get to that in about 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's The Cybermen are so interesting because a lot of it... A lot of it either stems from, hey, uh, we either have an episode about the human condition, or we'll have an episode about them trying to get revenge, but not really revenge, because they don't have emotions, even though they very clearly have emotions. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Especially later on, uh, they have emotions, but like, my favourite thing is that um, a lot of uh, angry Doctor Who fans who who don't like that there's a woman... Now is the doctor. They're ruining Doctor Who. Um, a lot of them are like these Cybermen are awful. They've 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 got emotions now. Like this guy talking in this episode, he's got a, he's got emotion. It's like, yeah, you know the fucking old ones had emotion too. Like, yeah. Like, there's no such thing as no emotions. Like, if you want something with no emotions, it's not going to be fucking interesting. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's not going to be written well. Anyway. Um, yeah, this was, uh, I, it, it's probably one of my least favorite Cybermen stories, to be honest, um, because it is kind of quaint and not really scientific at all, mm-hmm. and is not even the best plot involving a, a weather station on a, on a base with aliens trying to control it. Yeah. Um, weirdly, that comes back a lot. Um, but it's, it's still not my least favorite. It could be a lot worse, um. Anyway, also, mm-hmm. uh, this episode also features a rare sequence in which the viewers actually hear the Doctor's thoughts. It's yeah. a very weird thing that never happens that much. Uh, but what makes it really cool and interesting and makes me kind of wish they did it a little bit more frequently, maybe like once every four episodes or something, is that he actually replies to his internal monologue. He's like, oh, I wonder if it's this in his head. He's like, I wonder if it's this. And then he just speaks out loud. Actually, I think it's this instead. <laughs> just mm-hmm. like as if he's having like an internal argument with himself. And Dia kind of brought it up while we were watching. Be like, I, I kind of took it to mean he was like talking to his first incarnation. Which, I mean, isn't far off. Because he does do that from time to time in the show. Uh, and, well, mainly on uh, external media. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of go into his own head and... Uh, talk to himself but that's a lot later in the doctor doctor's lifetime he doesn't really do it early on yeah because again like they don't really get caught up in like the mythology and sort of 
uh, mystery of the Doctor early on in the show. It's not until, like, the third, maybe even fourth Doctor that we start to get, like, hey, who is this guy? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what is he? Um, and even then, not even not even much information given there. Yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Anyway. Happens in the final episode, dear. Uh, well, we're no longer animated again. And Yay! there's a totally great real background of the moon, and everyone's wondering where they've marched from, and they can't get it right, but they're now calling the moon base, and it's a siege, and they're calling surrounding them. They're calling and basically going, like, you're surrounded, like, there's no hope. And they're like, okay, well, you can't get in, so fuck you. And then they're like, hey, can they actually get in? They're like, I don't know. Um, so they try to call Earth, but the signal is jammed. And they could try to fix it, but they pretty much destroyed the entire antenna now. And there's a rocket probably being sent for them, because they haven't radioed in. But the Cybermen already know that. Radioed in. And the Cybermen already know that. It's only, like, 15 minutes away, apparently. And they transmit a signal to something, and the crew wakes up, and... Oh, no. They put their helmet things back on, and... (gasps) <gasps> then they go listen to see what's happening, and Britain gets himself a weapon. Oh, oh no! Oh, no! Not Dr. Evans! Mm-hmm. Um, That's his name. I don't care. Polly comes back with more <laughs> coffee because she's a lady, and Britain oh. has snuck his way into the control room to stab the guy in the reactor. And he takes his hat and takes a seat at the controls to pretend to be the man. Because they aren't going to see it because everyone's distracted with coffee. Um, but then they change the, the direction the ship is coming in. Because they're like, oh, the, the ship has, the, the rescue ship has weapons. It'll be fine. But then I'm like, where's, where, where's the ship going? And apparently, the ship was sent into the sun's gravity belt. So it might be weeks before they die, but they have no chance and they're going to die. So, that's fun. Um, Oof. And they think it's Benson because he's in, been in the crazy room for way too long. But he turns around and it's actually not him. Oh, <gasps> It's Evans mm. being controlled by the Cybermen. Oh, no. Um, so they decide to be- barricade the medical room so no one else can wake up. But as they're like going to barricade the door, someone just kind of walks in. And they're like, oh, fuck, ram him. So they do. <laughs> and... Everyone is currently trying to talk to UK to get him out of there. And, like, hey, like, calm down. Like, it's fine. Remember who you are. Like, it's fine. And, um, <clears throat> the Cybermen are trying to call back. And they're like, hey, uh, don't fucking resist. Uh, we're, or we're going to destroy the base. Which makes no fucking sense, actually. Can I just point out? Eh, it doesn't really make that much sense. If they destroy the base, they also destroy the thing they need. Yes. Which is their entire plan. Well, okay, so to if, destroy if I, Earth. If, if, if I if I sort of think about it, and uh, how do I explain this in a way that makes sense to me as well? Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so what they do- so they shot the laser initially. It started sucking the oxygen out. What they're trying to do... Mm-hmm. Is they're trying to shoot another weapon to basically smash the dome completely so they can't block the... 
can't block it with a plate to essentially keep on breathing. I don't know what you're talking about. That hasn't happened yet. Yes, it has. No, it hasn't. Yes, it has. No, this is literally right before that. Oh, well. I In my mind, I must have gotten it wrong then. You go. Hmm. Um, so they cut off all the oxygen by shooting a hole in the glass dome. Um, which they try to patch with the shirt first, and that works. <laughs> it works. I'm not sure why it works. Um, and then it, the, it only works for a little bit, though. And then they're like, oh, fuck, what do we use? And I'm like, oh, that woman brought us coffee. So they use the coffee tray, um, which does actually <laughs> that work. That woman, wait a minute, that woman brought us coffee. We'll use the woman. <laughs> and so then they're like, huh, it's suddenly really weirdly quiet. And they're like, the Gravitron has stopped. And Britain is knocked out in the other room. And so they go and take him out of the room and they take the other dude out of the room and um, the doctor pockets his headpiece and another, they see that another Cyberman ship has landed. So they're going all fucking out. And Polly is given control of something for once and more weapons are handed out to the Cybermen. And if they don't talk, they're going to fire again and destroy everything. But the Gravitron is on. So when they shoot their laser, it deflects away. Yes. Now this I can't explain. I I know I know it, that gravity actually bends light and shit. I get that. Yeah. But just how it looked was a lot. Listen, it's the sixties. They I don't know. have special effects. They I did, know. Uh, considering it's the sixties, it looked pretty decent. I feel like they could have just shot above it and it would have been fine. Been like, hmm, that's weird. Um, <laughs> they just angle it differently. <laughs> yeah. They shoot towards the ground and it hits the dome. And like, oh shit, we <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Well, no, I meant, like, the laser beam itself, like, the special effect for that. Like, if they hadn't shown it, like, deflecting, like, a ping pong ball off of something, <laughs> that was a little no, bit it's much. Mo- it's not even a ping pong ball. It's like a pong ball. Yes. It's just, like, shoots boop, forward and suddenly boop. immediately goes diagonal. Mm-hmm. Boop. It's... Boop. 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 Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Um... <laughs> Anyway, keep going. So they're like, huh, that's that's weird. Um, so they put up their gun, and they're going to just advance again and try their very small guns. And I will yep. give this episode this. The music for this fight is actually not terrible. That's the Cybermen's theme. Mm-hmm. That's the, the theme music that they've written for them. It's uh, great. I love it. Mm-hmm. So they decide we're going to move the Gravitron as low as it can go. So that we can deflect all of their shit. And yep. the doctor's like, move it more. And they're like, move it by hand if you have to. But it can't move yep. any more than that. And they're like, oh, wait. Oh, no. We left the safety on. So they flick the safety off. And then it... <laughs> I mean, it's not safe. It's <laughs> they... a fucking lockout mechanism, so they can't tilt it too They literally down. call it a safety lock. Yeah, it's... <sighs> What? uh, Whatever. If you want to call it a safety, whatever. It's literally just a safety. So they flick off the safety. safety. It's not a gun! They flick off the safety, and it goes farther down, and then everyone outside is like, oh, this is weird. It's more moon-like out here. And then they're all thrown into space because they're being deflected into space. Spaceships included. 
that are not in the current vicinity. They're actually a good ways away to this to the noise that Gam is making. Um, so that everyone goes, yay! And then everyone decides to head out without saying a fucking word. And the entire crew of the moon base is okay with that. And they're like, eh, it's fine. Um, let's get back to work. And then... When everybody's outside, they look up and they go, hey, is that the Cybermen ship? And the doctor's like, I don't know. Fuck them. And they all go back inside the TARDIS. Um, I, and I like to imagine that, like, they're, they're back in the moon base. They're like, oh, that's all well. Let them go. Let's get back to work. They look at the monitor and, like, the hurricane's already destroyed the entire world. They're like, oh. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Oh, oh, we fucked up. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, so they're like, all right, fuck them. TARDIS swoops, swoops away, and the doctor's like, back into a perfect flight. The only reason that we had a bumpy landing is because of gravity. And they're like, yeah, huh? It's like, you know what? Yeah. Let's check me. the time scanner, which is a Ooh. new thing. And they're Ooh. like, so we can see the future for some reason. Ooh. Not sure why that's needed, but whatever. And they see... It, it leaves us on a great cliffhanger. It's a cliffhanger. It's not a great cliffhanger. They just see a lobster claw. Um, it's not a lobster claw. They see a claw. It's a crab claw because the next episode is the Macroterra. Uh-huh. Oh, shit. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, dear. Gam. I gotta ask the question. Mm-hmm. What did you think of this episode? It was better than the last episode for a lot of reasons, but I don't really think I enjoyed it that much. It was just very one note, so to speak. And was that note brown? Did no. you poop your pants in it? No, it was it was a it was pink noise. It wasn't brown noise, Cam. Oh. I, my water broke. We need to go. <laughs> <laughs> the Eraserhead baby's here. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, no, I would say maybe like a four or so. I didn't hate it. It isn't in the range of like one to three. I hate it. But I don't think I'd want to watch it anytime soon. Uh, okay. 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 Whatever. It was just very one note, like I said. It was just kind of like, this is happening. Okay, there's, there, wasn't, there wasn't a whole lot to try to figure out. Because everything yeah. was figured out in the first episode. Because in the first episode, you literally see a Cyberman shadow. You're like, oh, well, okay. Yeah, I... That's, it's kind of a problem that they had with this episode. They didn't really know how to reveal the Cybermen in a interesting way because like you're right the minute you see that shadow it's like oh i know instantly what this is yeah because they're so recognizable even even though it was a completely new redesign mm-hmm. you recognize them immediately yes um because that fucking design of the head with the 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 hooks out of the head is just so iconic it's mm-hmm. impossible not to recognize it um so i was like you need to get better at that and they do they really do get better with the reveal of cybermen in episodes um, and monsters in general, to be yeah. honest. Um, the problem is, like, I'd say they do it well with the Daleks, but they, they don't, because, like, 
99% of Dalek episodes are titled Blank of the Daleks. So yeah. it's like, gee, I wonder what monster's in this episode. Hmm. Whereas, like, the Cybermen, there's only a few episodes that are, like, Blank of the Cybermen. So yeah. it's like, okay, they keep it a surprise a little bit. And it's neat. It's neat to have a little bit of surprise here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, you're saying a four. That's... Yeah. It's not as bad as I thought. I mean, it's you actually that's actually rated higher than the last Cyberman episode. Yeah. Because you only rated that a three. Yeah. It. A lot of the Cyberman episodes just seem to be very, like, one note. Like, there's nothing to figure out. There's not a whole lot to... I don't know. Well, it's, it doesn't help that, like... There's not a lot to figure out because, like, their solution to the Cybermen isn't, like, a process. It's just, like... Oh god, they're here. We gotta think of something. I've got something. Cool, it works. Mm-hmm. Like, in the last one, it was radiation. Cool, it kills them. This yeah. one, it's like, uh, toxic cocktail. It works immediately. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like, they didn't have a process of, like, trying it out or, like, a, a process of, like, hey, maybe we can utilize this in some way. It's like, mm-hmm. there's no tension to find a solution to the Cybermen. It's more just like, what are we gonna do? What the, what the fuck do we do? This works. All right, use it. Yep, it's fine. It's good. It works. Cool. Yeah, we're done. We're done. Cool. Okay. Oh, the thing reflects? Okay, move it. Move it. Done. <laughs> move it, move it. <laughs> Deflect them into space. Anyway. Done. Uh, hey, dear, how much do you like commentary about society? Um, which society? I'm not gonna tell you. Gotcha. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, okay, it's kind of... It's kind of got it done. Authoritarian type. Mm, okay, well... <sighs> because next episode, we got the motherfucking Macra Terra. Mm. A splendid episode that... Unfortunately, all four episodes are missing. Yeah. But we are lucky enough that uh, Please say animated, year, please say animated, please say animated. We got a tele animated. Ha <laughs> ha, I got you there. We got animated. <sighs> all four are animated. And it's actually really neat animation too. I like it. Um, I, I really like this episode. Mm-hmm. It's so funny and great. Um... But uh, yeah, we'll 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 see next episode is the Macrotero. Do you have anything you want to say that um, isn't hmm? a reminder of things that we've done or things that are upcoming? Well, I was gonna say like when when are we gonna be releasing the next episode of Suki's thing? But you know. I I mean I already released it this morning. Okay, well then well, there's that. I, not that I'm not that I'm dating when this episode recorded <laughs> or anything. Yeah. No. Yeah, there you go. So, there's that. Um, there's oh, the yeah. new anime podcast. So, like, if you like anime, and someone being a huge <laughs> weeb to people who are not, in fact, weebs. If you don't like anime, it's funny, to be honest. <laughs> Fair. Fair. I mean, yeah, that'd be about the only thing I have to plug. I There's nothing else to really do that isn't time-constraint incorrect. Like Halloween yeah, and stuff, fair. so... Um, I can't think of anything else that I can really think of. I'm bad at thinking of things. Tell uh, at least uh, one new- other person that doesn't know about the podcast about the podcast. That's your homework. 
dear listener. Don't, don't give them homework. That's your. Don't that's give your, them homework. That's your extra credit. No, there's no ex. No, that's, that's your extra no. credit. <laughs> no. If they want a passing uh, grade, that's their extra credit. Next next week we're we're um uh re- releasing a new podcast that's about books with uh Bath is going to join us and talk about books. Uh, the first episode is going to be about the dictionary. Bath is going to don't read fucking the tip me. And... Don't tip me to ask her about that because she would. <laughs> they would absolutely do that. Uh. <laughs> oh, anyway, next episode, the Macatera. I'm just rambling now. Yes. Uh, do you have anything else you want to say, or are we saying goodbye? Uh, bye. Goodbye. <laughs>